The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Okay, I believe today is our last day on Hilchus Matanim, which we started right after Sukkot. So nice fitting uh, uh, thing to end on. We are in Perik Yud, Halacha Yud Ches. Olam, so these are the final halachas about tzedakah. Uh, we did yesterday the um, uh, supporting the members of your household uh, by giving, you know, sorry, supporting the Aniyan by making them members of your household. So he says, Olam Yidchok, is in Yud Ches, Olam Yidchok Adam Atmo, Vizgalgil Betzaar, Light Sarkabias. person should always literally pressure himself uh, or um, press himself and literally ro- make himself roll in suffering. Okay, we'll see what that means in a second. And not need people. So let's look at the Makbili. He says, Better for him to be content with little. And conduct himself in a, in a manner where he doesn't care. He's not Makbid. Um, on his harsh uh, situation. Uh, better to do that, Mishi is than to be dependent on people for tzedakah. It was the final halakhas in tzedakah. Or, mm-hmm. All right, so, um, sorry, uh, the Chachamim advised saying, better to make your Shabbos uh, like a weekday uh, and not need people. And Makbili says, so better that you forego Kavod Shabbos and, um, you know, uh, eat regular food and wear regular clothing than to become dependent on people. Um, yeah. Uh, even if you are wise and uh, honored, the um, and you become poor, you should uh, be involved in uh, craft and a trade. Even a degrading uh, prof- profession. Okay, like he says... Uh, Makbili quotes the Raman in Pirish Mishnah's Nazirus Daladhe, Minuvelis is Miluchlaches Ubilti Nikia, dirty and not clean. Okay, not only is it dirty, but it's also not clean. Okay, I, I think like um, back then, like, um, you know, like a tanner, like in a tannery, that was like one of the most dis- disgusting things. Or like, I think they talk about like picking up Nivelos in the, in the, on the street, like picking up like animal carcasses to like use their skin for like, or their whatever for other stuff. Um, oh, he says, yeah, he says, Mutav lifshot oros Better to skin the the skin of of like carrion in the marketplace. Vloyomar laam, and not say to the people, Chachamani, I'm a chacham. Vgadolani, I'm I'm great. Vkoinani, I'm a koin. Parnasuni, uh, give me a livelihood. Vkach tibu chachamim, and that's what the chachamim advised. Okay, now obviously we went through the whole sugya last year about like um, the uh, people who are in positions of of being uh, rabbis and chachamim and dayanim and like being supported and, and a whole controversy about how like, you know, Raman comes out very harsh against those people, but like he was dependent on his brother and like the question of like how to work out, um, you know, also if things are different nowadays. So Ayn Sham, you know, listen to those here if you want to go over those things. Okay. Um, yeah. Why does it not apply to Hanukkah? Does it also apply to Hanukkah? About like uh, if you can't afford near Hanukkah? Right. Uh, I assume it does, right? I mean, oh, you mean there he says you should beg at the doors and here he's saying you should not beg at the doors? Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, I my, my gut is to say that 
begging at the doors to get money to buy a specific mitzvah object is different than like as a plan <laughs> or as a lifestyle. This seems to be talking about how you conduct yourself in terms of your, um, your, uh, your like general uh, way of living. Um, but it's a good question. Uh, there might be more on that. Um, okay. And then Bashuk is in a, in a uh, public place. So in other words, you're doing this like degrading thing publicly, not just like in, in private. Um, yeah. Okay. Gedoli uh, HaChachamim, the great Chachamim, or the greatest of the Chachamim, Hayum Mehen Chotve Eitim, Venose HaKoros, Veshove HaMayim, Laganus Veose HaBarza, Vahapechamim. Okay. So they, they were uh, hewers of wood. They were people who carried beams. Shoave uh, Mayim, they were water drawers uh, uh, for the gardens. Veosin HaBarzel. Okay. Now, you know what that is? They made Barzel. Is that a degrading? Thing? I mean, I guess it's still work that you do with your hands, but I, I don't. That seems to be in a different. Uh, and pecham, I mean, pecham is like coals, I think. Barzel is iron or metal, you know, of some sort. I, I don't know why that's a, a, a thing. Well, it's dirty. True, true. Well, I, I, I guess what I'm assuming is I'm assuming that making barzel is more of like a. Uh, this is totally <clears throat> an assumption on my part. You would need uh, like an apprenticeship type thing. Whereas these other things I can see, like, you know, they like hire like daily, you know, like. You know anyone who was available? Uh, I, I don't know though. Velo shalumin hatibor. They did not ask for money from the tibor. Velo kiblu mehen kishenasnulhem, and they did not accept it from the tibor when they gave it to them. That's another interesting thing, also, right? Like up until now, I can understand if you're going around asking people for money, that's one thing. But if people are wanting to support the chachamim and they don't accept it, then that that's a that seems to be a different um, to me. Like that's that's like a different. Uh, that indicates something different, you know. That's like Sony Matanos Yechia, that someone who hates gifts will live. Um, well, that's not like you said that you have to do that, though. No, right. It was something that they did do, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, it might pay to go back and read some of those Ramos about uh, taking public yeah. support in a, uh, in a little while. I do want to finish today, though. Um, oh, that was it. Okay, fine. Next, anyone who does not need to take money from Tadaka, Umarames on Venota, they deceive people and they take. He will not die of old age until he becomes dependent on people. In other words, he's trying to pull this ruse and he's going to end up needing people. And the Ram Makbili here says, I don't know if this Ramam is quoting an actual like application to this case. Let's see, 2 6 uh, in Avos. 2 6 is. Oh, no, I think that's just the Mita thing. I don't think that's talking about our case. Yeah. Okay. So he knows he will end up becoming dependent on people. This is included in the phrase, accursed is man who trusts in man. Okay. Actually, we should read that. Um, this, Cause this is a um, uh, big thing in Bitachon. I think. So what I want to do is I want to quote Avram ben Aramam, but I don't think he's available on here. So I'm going to quote the Radak who says the same thing. Yudzayin uh, hey. Yudzayin in Yahu. Hey, okay, so it says, Koamar Adashem, thus says Hashem, Arur Hagever Asher Yiftach Ba'adam. Cursed is the man who places his trust in human beings, the Sam Basar Zro'o, and makes uh, human flesh his strength. Umin Hashem Yesur Libo, and removes Ashar from Hashem. So I think the Radak there, so it sounds like it's saying if you trust in a person, then you're cursed, right? Then you should be cursed. But the Radak says, um, it says, if you don't remove your heart from Hashem, 
It is not bad if you trust in people to help you. And your intent is that through God's help, then you're, then people are able to help you. So in other words, um, that, you know, uh, I think the Avram ben Ram says like every, you know, son, you know, relies on his uh, father for a livelihood. Every patient relies on his doctor. Like it's not saying you should not trust in human beings, but it's realizing that human beings are only, you only are able to trust in human beings and human beings are only able to do good because God allows it and, and God facilitates it. So your real trust is in God, not in the human. The human being is just a conduit. And the, the mushal I give, which my Chabrusa lady came up with is, um, uh, I know I've said this in Tehillim here before, but like if you, let's say you worked really hard and you beat a video game. So you take all this credit and you're like, yeah, like I beat the game. If you just realize like, oh, if the person who's programming the game had just designed the level to be a little bit harder, more, put more obstacles or like tweaked it, you wouldn't be able to beat the game. And if you made it easier, you'd be able to beat it even easier. So it's kind of like, yeah, you you did put in your Bahira and your work, but it really is up to the one who designed the program that you're interacting with that is is really the cause of your ability to like uh, win. So that's God gives you the ability to make wealth. And when other people help you, you're not really relying on them per se. Really, it's because God enables them to help you. You're really relying on God via them, you know? And the way that Avram and Ram expresses it is he says, uh, if it didn't say these three words, uh, four words, then all human beings would be cursed, you know, because we all trust in other people. So it's Davka, you're only cursed if you remove your heart from God. Um, yeah, so that's the puzzle he's referencing. This is another interesting thing. Anyone who needs to take tzedakah, and he can only live if he takes tzedakah, like if you're old or you're sick or you have these afflictions, and you make your, literally you puff up your mind, you make yourself haughty um, and you don't take, you're a murderer. Okay, so that's a strong statement there. And you're liable for death. Um, not again, not halakhali that they kill you. And the only thing you're going to get for your suffering, oh, sorry, I don't know what he means. Um, you're, you're, your suffering is only a result of your own sins. Yeah. I don't think it's hyperbole because it's literally the case where if you don't take, you will die. Okay, I mean, in some cases, yeah, right. But, uh, but, um, but you know, I don't know, you know, Balyasurin, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that means like lethal, like terminal illness, you know. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. Then you are Shofak Damim. Yeah. And again, Shofak Damim in, in Halakha is, Rotseach um, is if you like actually do the act of killing. Shofak Damim would be like, let's, you know, the cases he gives in Hilfos Rotseach, is, let's say like you, you know, throw someone into a pit and uh, take out the ladder or you uh put someone in front of a wild animal or like you're able to save someone and you don't or you hire hit all these like indirect ways of killing so that's a shofak damim um yeah so that's that's pretty bad yeah oh and rama holds shofak damim uh in so that's even worse <laughs> okay so so if you need help ask for help i know that's like broader than what he's saying but like you know this is like the actual point where we cross over into murder territory um Okay, and then he says, oh, and he says, So the same point Yosef made, because you're literally endangering your life. And anyone who needs to take, So let's say you need to take, but you you cause yourself suffering and you let things get dire, okay? Okay. 
and you um, you live a life of suffering in order to not be a burden on the community. So what's it going to be? What was he going to say? So that's a good, a good thing. Okay. In other words, you're, you're, you're going to die of old age only after being in a position to give others parnasa. Okay. Meaning like you're going to become wealthy enough to give people parnasa. That's the other side of these psukim. Um, Oh, so it goes on about the guy who removes his trust in God. He says, He'll be like a tree in a parched uh, wasteland, I think. Uh, he will not see when good comes. Uh, he'll dwell in, um, I don't know what this means. He'll dwell in Hararim. Uh, parched places in the wilderness, a salt land not inhabited. Okay, but then, blessed is the man who trusts in Hashem. Hashem God will be his, Hashem will be his security. He'll be like a tree planted uh, alongside water. And it will send forth its roots uh, to the streams. He will not fear when the heat comes. His leaf will be um, verdant. And he will not fear uh, he, he will not worry in a time of drought. And he will not cease producing fruit. Uh, so that's a good thing. Um, and that's when you trust in Hashem. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing. So you you can't let it get too bad to the point where you're engaging yourself. But um, if you were letting it, like, you're basically making tzedakah a last resort, you know? Um, and uh, and I'll give you an example of this. And I, again, I can't help but think of this because of when he said about make your Shabbos a whole and don't need people. Um, and I, I think I've told this story in this um, setting. My very first, one of my very first shops as I spent in Farakway, uh, I was uh, making the mistake of like going to Cedarhurst on an Arab Shabbos, um, which was just, you know, really crowded. And there was this woman asking for tzedakah and I didn't know any better. Like, I didn't know that there were people who were like scamming, like scam artists. I don't know if she was a scam artist, but she was asking for tzedakah. She said, please, please, you know, give me tzedakah. So I gave her tzedakah. And then she said, please, I need more for my, uh, my, my baby who needs diapers. So then, okay, I gave her. And she said, please, I need a new dress for Shabbos. You know, now here's the thing. Okay. Halakhically, there is a situation where, where I would be five to give her a new dress for Shabbos. What would that situation be? She's naked. Okay. Well, definitely she's naked, right? She became poor, right? If she was used to, like, if she was on the level where she was used to either getting a new dress for Shabbos or even wearing a dress for Shabbos and she couldn't afford that, then Halacha, Hilos Tzedakah say that even psychological needs, and I would provide her, you know, I should, we should provide her with that. But it's not ideal. In other words, the Ram is saying here that that's not a praiseworthy thing. And what you should do is you should wear normal clothing rather than be, than be dependent on people. Okay. And again, this is before I knew that we have a system of, uh, star and like making sure that you're actually poor so you don't steal from from other poor people um it is interesting by the way that here i'm sure he talks about this elsewhere but here he does not talk about um he's he, he says marama is a brios uh where he say it uh that you are stealing you're tricking people um but i think there is a, a category of gozel anian uh which i just want to see if he actually uses that phrase in um in Hillel's tzedakah, where you don't need tzedakah, but you're still taking, and you are, you know, stealing from the poor. Uh, and let's see here. Uh, go, gozel. Yeah, gozel asaniim. 
Uh, yeah, so we did not do this, Perak. Oh, this is relevant to Shavuos. Someone who doesn't allow the poor to glean. Or he lets one person glean and he prevents another person. Or he helps one over the other. He's stealing from the uh, the poor. Um, and uh, also, What? You can't get a lion and, and have a lion crouch by your field. In your field. The poor people get scared and run away. Is that like a figure of speech or did people actually like hire lions like to, to like, like protect their fields? That's crazy. Okay. And then also later on, he also says, if you leave a basket under the Gefen when you're picking grapes, there's this thing <coughs> which is uh, the grapes that fall when you're harvesting the, the Anim are allowed to take those grapes but if you put a basket under there so that you like catch all of the uh, the grapes that fall so I find it interesting he doesn't quote that exact phrase in our halakos about if you trick people you know because you would think that you are stealing from the Anim um, yeah well, so first, uh, how do you not know specifically the poor person otherwise? Say again? You don't know that was specifically or you know, the poor person otherwise. So it could just be that the rich person now has less. Could be, but I mean, I don't know. If you're if you're going around collecting from door to door, I don't know, presumably the the you know, the average Jew is gonna have money that they're willing to give to Sadaka and there's going to be a certain quantity of it. And if we give to, you know, this person, you know, I think practically you are still in front of the name. Okay. And that is a uh, right? Blessed is the merciful one who helped us, uh, which is how the Ramam ends the, uh, the sections. Okay, good. So we finished Matos name. Uh, I guess we'll see about, um, Yosef's not going to be here tomorrow. I don't know what time state is going to be, uh, but if we want to do just something tomorrow's Wednesday. So you should be right. Uh, no, tomorrow we're doing Rebbe Zucker. Uh, 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 yeah, okay. All right, so we can... I'm, I'm open for ideas about what we do for tomorrow. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that might be. Yeah, and you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to look back at the uh, where the Ram writes the letter about... There used to be, you know... Um, or there still is, sorry. There still is a practice of people standing up for this Erso Dibros when, oh, yeah. uh, when it's read in Shul, and the Ramah you shouldn't do that. And he has a... He, I, I wanted to go back and revisit that Shuva. That, that's like a 15-minute thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. That, that shoe from the Ramam? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, oh, uh, okay. So it was, it was then. Like him answering a question. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. All right. So then the, 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 that uh, maybe we could do uh, get into that also. Okay. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.